Welcome to another ministry podcast. There are a lot of podcasts about ministry, and this is another one. Hey, I'm Steve, and this is my podcast. Uh, It's reflecting on ministry in a few different contexts, some of my experiences. Please know I'm not pushing any specific political agenda or official doctrine of the church. I do have my conviction about a lot of those things, and they may pop up in the course of the episode, but I'm not trying to be adversarial in any way. I just like to talk about ministry stuff. So thanks to everybody so far for listening and sharing. This is episode three. Uh, I've had a lot of uh, awesome encouragement and feedback from the first two. Um, you know, it's it's been um, rewarding to, to just hear people say, hey, I listened to your podcast and I liked it. Uh, I, you know, I certainly never intended to do it for any kind of reward or feedback that I would get. I just wanted to do a podcast and so I'm doing one but uh thank you for everybody that's shared so far uh even mom thanks mom I appreciate you uh so uh this is this is fun for me to do and uh, I'm just glad uh, that I get to do it and people are actually like listening to it um uh if you don't stick around to the whole end of the thing uh and you want to share this you can send folks to uh another uh sorry Anchor.fm slash another men cast. And uh, they can find all of the different ways that it's uh, streamed there, uh, all of the different platforms that it's on. So some people use Apple, some people use Google, some people use Spotify, some people have their own custom thing, and, and Anchor supports all that stuff. So uh, however you listen to podcasts, um, you can find mine on there. All right, cool. So this is Easter. And um, it's a weird Easter. Um, I'm recording this on Good Friday of uh, the year 2020. And uh, so for the church, for Christians, it's kind of like uh, our Super Bowl. Uh, I listened to a podcast called uh, Talk About That with uh, Christian comedian Johnny W. And uh, John, I forgot his last name. <laughs> he's he's, he's the, the teaching pastor of their church. They both live in Nashville there and and they were talking about Easter. He said, you know, uh, this is like our Super Bowl for Christians. This is the biggest Sunday of the year. And, and they said, I wonder if, like, NFL teams, when it's Super Bowl Sunday, say, hey, guys, this is this is our Super Bowl, like, if they compare it back to that. I don't know. It was just funny. Um, but, yeah, Easter is like the Super Bowl. I mean, we have Christmas, right? Christmas is the the other big Christian holiday. And it's super important, right? We celebrate Jesus' birth. But Christmas is only important because of Easter, right? Without Easter, Christmas doesn't mean anything. Um, Easter is the reason that we have Christmas. Easter is the reason that Jesus came to this earth. And so uh, it's a big deal. Um, But, you know, we get to have awesome traditions of the church. Uh, in, In my ministry experiences, uh, we do uh, sunrise service. That just means we gather at sunrise or thereabouts around 7 a.m. And um, we read from the scriptures about, you know, how Jesus was, uh, his, the tomb was found empty and uh, Jesus had rose from the dead. And then the disciples were reminded about, you know, how he had said he would do that. And a lot of them, I feel like, didn't, and even then, in that moment, they didn't really connect the dots with things he had said before his death. And things that were actually taking place now, uh, but thankfully they they ended up doing it. Um, so uh, we have uh, we'll have a sunrise service, uh, not this year of course, but in in the past we have had sunrise services 
Um, then we'd have like a ten thirty service, and uh, there would be things like you know we would we would uh, they have a living cross. Um, you know, people would bring fresh flowers and decorate it as if to say you know because the cross is a symbol of of death. Um, but on Easter Sunday, uh, the cross made it possible for us to have a new life, and so it's kind of representing of that. We sing awesome music at, at Easter, right? All classic hymns uh, like "He Arose," um, uh, stuff songs like "Because He Lives." The the one that's uh, I believe Dolly Parton is kind of famous for recording "He's Alive." Uh, and there's "Via Dolorosa." Uh, there's some newer ones in Christ Alone. Anastasis, uh, or as it's often called, Oh Praise the Name. Um, Elevation has one. Uh, no, I'm sorry, that was not Elevation. I can't remember who it is. North Point, maybe, Vertical Church. Anyways, uh, When Death Was Arrested. And there's just all this awesome celebration around Easter Sunday, right? A lot of times we will do communion. Uh, and, and communion is one of those sacraments of the church that uh, really make me feel uh, close to the early Christians, right? Um, and, and really feel unified with the global church, right? The worldwide church. Um, we get to get dressed up at Easter. I love new Easter clothes, even as an adult. Like, it's even cooler as an adult because, you know, I, I don't get to, I don't buy myself new clothes very often. Um, but, you know, it's Easter clothes, man. And I'm kind of weirdly excited about this. Um, I hated it kind of as a kid. I mean, I, I, you know, I was always appreciative of getting new stuff. But, you know, as a kid, if you're going to give me something new, get me a video game or a toy or something, you know, but not clothes. Um, I, I love seeing uh, all families dressed up on Easter. Um, and maybe that's not a thing at your church. You might have a, a you know, maybe a little more contemporary church. And, and that's cool. You know, you, I'm, I'm definitely on the side of you don't have to dress up to come to church, come as you are. That's exactly how God wants you. Um, but I enjoy getting dressed up on the occasion. Uh, and, and this is one of the occasions. So it's just part of my experience. And, and I kind of like it, even though it's totally not necessary to do. All right. We, uh, on Easter, we get together with our family and yes, we, we and, and this is, it's just a thing we have to kind of, um, become figure out how we're going to reconcile this in our own mind we participate in pagan rituals right we 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 dye easter eggs and we hide them and uh, i know i get it you go back far enough and and that's a, a very pagan thing um but i the way that that i reconcile it in my mind is eggs do represent new life and easter also represents new life for the believer, um, and so they just kind of go together. Does it make sense? Not if you think about it too hard, but it's just what we do. Um, we have we have things at Christmas that we celebrate too that aren't necessarily Christian, uh, that have some roots in paganness, and you know that's, it is what it is. A lot of our old hymns uh, have roots in tavern songs, and they are uh, you know the tunes of them. From, from years and years and years ago uh, are, are songs that are like bar songs. And so there's a lot of stuff that we do that we have adopted and, and kind of transformed into something that honors Christ, right? Paul said, take every thought captive. We take, we take lots of, we've taken some traditions captive and we've made them obedient to Christ. So um, 
and and you know we can control the narrative of the egg of uh, you know and and we can talk about Jesus uh, through through that um, we would never ever do the opposite try to change the narrative of Jesus to talk about the egg no we never change the narrative of Jesus so anyways we have little compromises and things that we have made in lots of areas of our lives. And and you just got to reconcile it with yourself. And if you totally are not okay with it, then don't do it. And there's no harm in that either. At Easter, we get to have candy, right? Um, I love anything Reese's. Uh, a Reister egg, a Reister bunny. Uh, I think I just like saying the word Reister. Uh, you know, um, I like Cadbury eggs. They're pretty good. Um, I like the caramel ones. And my wife actually likes those. She can't handle the 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 yolky type texture of the regular Cadbury eggs, the insides. Some people like Peeps. They're okay. Uh, you know, there's kind of meh. Uh, I like eating the ears off of a chocolate bunny. That's just kind of cool. Uh, we decorate Easter baskets, and there's all of these wonderful traditions uh, that we get to celebrate at this time of the year. And but this year. 2020 is going to be different, right? We we can't really gather like we have in the past. Um, well, we can. Some churches are going to do uh, like a drive-in service, um, uh, and some churches are being told they absolutely cannot. And I honestly have mixed feelings about some of that stuff because you know you always called in between uh, Romans 13, we're obeying the the obeying the local governments because God has placed them in authority over us. Yet at the same time, there's some inconsistencies there. So, you know, some places churches are being told they can't meet. Meanwhile, other places are able to, you know, people are able to go there and, and it just seems like a, a disconnect, a disconnect and a, uh, a little bit of hypocrisy going on there. But I don't want to talk about that right now. So, <clears throat> but I do want to talk, you know, just talk about how, uh, some of the stuff at Easter is going to be different this year, uh, and that's okay because the main thing has still not changed. Jesus is still risen from the dead, and if we place our faith in him, surrender our lives to him, we can have a new life with him. And so that's amazing, and that's always true and will never, ever change. All right? We're probably all still going to gather in some way, although it's not the same. I, I mentioned a few, a few minutes ago about a drive-in service. I know our church has been hosting drive-in services uh, for the past, well, ever since this has gone down. Um, we we were fortunate to uh, be able to snag an FM transmitter, and people can just come up and stream on uh, or listen in their cars on 88.1. <clears throat> and we've been able to practice social distancing and we're also streaming to YouTube and uh, we also have added a um, a phone streaming service where people, if they don't have the internet, they can call a, a local number on a phone and, and be able to hear what's going on there. Now, that's been a huge learning curve. I told someone the other day, you know, I feel like I've, I've it's been more than a learning curve. It's been a learning mountain and uh, I've nowhere near the top yet uh and and you know i love technology and a lot of this has kind of not fallen on me i've volunteered to take take a lot of it up uh because it's it's interesting to me and but it's been not the easiest thing i've ever done so um we are you know looking at doing uh 
communion tonight, uh, and I've heard various uh, interpretations of that. I've, I've seen at least one article, uh, an opinion article that said, you know, we shouldn't do communion during this time when we're not gathered, not able to physically be present, and I disagree with that. Um, you know, there's nothing really biblical that we can point to to say, you know, well, when this happened uh, to the disciples and they had a pandemic and couldn't be together, this is what they did. We don't we don't really have that. You know, um, yes, ideally, we want to be together. I want to be physically together with my brothers and sisters when we celebrate communion, but we don't always get to do that uh, right now anyways, especially. Um, so our church is, is has purchased individually packaged communion uh, juice and bread and little wafers and uh, we're going to you know sanitize before we even open the open the box the box is still sealed uh, has been sealed for you know a week or two now so if there was ever anything in it you know they say that the virus lives for like three days I think um, on like a surface so nobody's touched it if, if there is anything should be should be okay now. Uh, we're going to sanitize, put on gloves before we even open the thing. And so, anyways, we're we're doing this as, as best as we can because I understand there is a risk. And and we've even said, you know, told folks, hey, if you still don't feel comfortable with that, bring your own communion. Right? Uh, it, it's grape juice and and bread. There's nothing in our tradition. There's nothing super special about what it is. Right, um, I know in in some traditions it is. It, it's very there are specific um, sp- specific attributes about the the juice. Some people, some traditions use wine, uh, and some people, uh, some traditions hold that it needs to be unleavened bread, uh, and that looks a certain way, and 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 that's totally cool. Uh, our, in our tradition, we don't have as much of an emphasis placed on. The very particulars of that, yes, we do grape juice. Um, we, we use unfermented juice. And we do traditionally um, we have crackers that I think are unleavened, but I'm not 100% sure. I've seen churches use uh, oyster crackers, which are like just little round crackers. Uh, a lot of times we've done communion um, where there we have bits of flatbread, like a, like a pita or something like that, and we you know use that. And so... Uh, we've we've told folks, hey, you know, you bring uh, what you feel is a is a representation of Jesus's Christ, Jesus's body and blood for you. Uh, the music minister and I were joking last week when we were talking about this. Uh, you know, we're going to bring like you know, sun drop and King's Hawaiian rolls or something like that. So, um, going to be able to to sing um, corporate Easter songs this year. Uh, we are, um, it's just going to be really different. Um, but you know, like I said earlier, no matter how you celebrate this Easter as a believer, the truth is Christ is still risen. He is absolutely alive today and we can celebrate that. You know, this is an opportunity for a lot of us to maybe step up in our family, um, and, and be the spiritual leader more than we have been. Um, dads, you know, tell your kids about your faith. Tell them about Jesus and uh, tell them that he has risen from the dead and they can have forgiveness of sins because of that. Um, so I, I want to end this this episode. Uh, it's going to be 
probably shorter than it, than it has been, and that's totally okay because it's Easter. It's Good Friday. I hear my kids playing out in the yard right now. They wanted to come record with me, but I told them, okay, now listen, if you're not if you're not ready to sit still and be absolutely quiet for you know twenty or thirty minutes, then you can't come. And they decided to not. So um, I hear my kids playing out in the yard. I want to uh, to go play with them and, and have some fun with them. So I'm going to keep this short. But I want to leave you with this encouragement from Matthew chapter 21, verses 5 through 7. And whether you listen to this before Easter Sunday or after Easter Sunday, it's still true. <clears throat> Matthew 21, verses 5 through 7. Uh, the, the women had gone to or were going to see Jesus, and they were going to um, prepare his body, you know, additionally for for his burial because they were had to kind of rush things on the Friday on the Friday when he was uh, when he was killed because the Sabbath it was it was the Sabbath and um, or the Sabbath was starting at sundown, so they kind of had to do just enough, and they were going to come and 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 try to finish it on that Easter morning. Well, they didn't know it was Easter at that point, but they were coming. Um, and, and they came and they found the tomb was empty and they first, they thought, well, somebody has stolen the body. It's, you know, the high priest or whatever have stolen it to who knows why make a point, you know, whatever. Uh, but there was an angel there and Matthew chapter 21, starting in verse five says the angel told the women, do not be afraid because I know you were looking for Jesus who was crucified and he is not here for he is risen just as he said. Come and see the place where he lay. Then, this is the important part, go quickly and tell his disciples he has risen from the dead. And indeed, he is going ahead of you into Galilee. You will see him there. Um, so the the second part, I feel like, I feel that is more important or, or at least as equally important as verse 6. Because um, they've, they've heard the good news and now they're being told what to do about it. Go quickly and tell, right? Tell his disciples he has risen from the dead. So uh, on this Easter 2020, things are, are different than we're used to. Uh, but the truth of the fact is Christ is still risen and we can have new life with him. We can continue in our new life with him uh, as our Savior. He's conquered death. It's possible for us to have new life through faith in him. And so this Easter, I hope that uh, it is amazing for you, as amazing as it can be, even though it may be different, uh, I pray that you would find ways to celebrate with your family. Uh, and uh, if you are have stumbled on this podcast and you are not a believer, you may think, "Oh, that Jesus is just a mythical guy, right? He was really real. You you really believe this guy was real, and and that this whatever this book that was written by men two thousand years ago says about him is true." Yeah, I absolutely do. Um, so if, if you want to reach out, and, and I would love to talk to you about this, um, and and I pray that you know this, this might be the start of a, of a relationship between you and your creator, maybe, I don't know. So anyways, yeah, uh, I, I pray that, you know, that you would have an amazing Easter weekend, Easter celebration, and that, uh, that you would, um, you know, just live your life in uh, Resting in the fact that Jesus Christ died for your sins and that he didn't stay dead. He rose again. Uh, some, uh, he rose to new life, and we can have new life in him also.
Um, <clears throat> next week, there will not be an episode. It's our spring break and uh, and also the first week of spring turkey season. So uh, I will be uh, hopefully, Lord willing, uh, chasing some turkeys around, being socially distant. Um, I can, I can, uh, I can, uh, be effective at probably up to about 40 yards for a turkey. So I don't have to get very close to them. <laughs> However, the, the following week after spring break, uh, I hope to bring uh, our first guest episode. Uh, I've been reaching out to a couple of my buddies, uh, my friends who are amazing youth leaders and who I look up to and learn stuff from. Uh, and also one of them is a, is a, has been a youth leader, is currently a children's uh, pastor, and I want to talk to them about uh, how they have adapted their ministry during this time of, you know, during this pandemic time. And uh, so it's going to be great. I can't wait. Mostly I just can't wait to to talk to my buds, uh, my friends, my buds. Who says buds? I did. I didn't mean to. Um, I can't wait to talk to my friends and, um, and, and, and hear about their experiences. So Thanks for listening and sharing this podcast. I, I hope it's been an encouragement to you. Uh, it's available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and many other places. And if you go to <clears throat> anchor.fm slash anothermencast, you can find links to all the places that it is normally, uh, that it is available at, and you can click on one of those and subscribe to it. Uh, hopefully this has been an encouragement to you, even if you're not involved in an official ministry. Um, I've said before, and I'm, I'll say every time, if you're a believer, if you believe in Jesus, you are involved in the ministry. You're involved in His ministry. And our number one objective is the Great Commission. Go and make disciples. Right? I pray that uh, that you would uh, be involved in that in your family, in your neighborhood, as much as you can. And listen, if I can pray for you, or help you in any way, uh, please don't hesitate to reach out to me. You can reach out to me uh, through email, drummerguy at gmail.com. Drummerguy is spelled in a cool way. The word drum, the number three, the letter R, and then the word guy, drum3rguy at gmail.com. You can also find me on Instagram at drummerguy, drum3rguy. So uh, thanks for joining me today. I hope you have an amazing Easter weekend. And uh, until next time, love, peace, and chicken grease.